Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hobo Thing, a podcast. My name is Crystal Sedino, and I am the Training and Development Manager for the Native Learning Center. We are here this month for Coffee, Tea, and the NLC, representing the month of May, small business. And we also have two very special guests, a returning host, uh, Gigi Palmer, <laughs> Georgette Palmer-Smith. She's our Executive Director. Go ahead and say hi, Gigi. Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome back. Glad you could join us with our for our podcast and we're super excited today. Yes, because we have a very special guest. Yeah, we have a very special guest who's here with us. Um, she's been on previous podcast episodes, but we're uh, happy that she was able to join us kind of uh, last minute, which was really cool because that doesn't always happen. We're all very, very busy. So this was neat. Um, but without further ado, we have Brandy Liberty, who's owner and uh, consultant for her own company, Hiroto Bacace. Uh, she does consulting. She's also a subject matter expert um, for the Native Learning Center. So, and friend to both Gigi and I. So there's that as well. Um, but go ahead, Brandy, say hi, introduce yourself. Hi, everybody. I'm so glad uh, I could do this today. Um, as these girls know, you know, I am very busy. Fridays are also my kind of casual Friday day. So um, <laughs> I jumped on to do this real quick uh, before I have a, you know, busy new week next week. Um, so like, yes, what Crystal said, I am the owner of Hiroto Bacache Consulting. Um, I have been doing tribal consulting for approximately 13 years um, across Indian country focusing on, you know, a variety of uh, topics from uh, Nahasda and Indian housing, grant management, grant writing, economic development, uh, strategic planning, human resources, you kind of name it. I've got my Dr. Seuss hats that fit uh, what you need from me. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, I've, uh, I've also been a subject matter expert for the NLC now for gosh, six, seven years, I guess it's been um assisting them on site um with training and technical assistance um doing webinars and um fun visits to you know other tribes as well definitely yeah so thank you again brandy for being here like i said i know this was last minute and i know when g texted me last night we both were like yes okay <laughs> like, literally right. at 7 p.m because I'm, I'm driving in my car and i was like um Let's call Brandy. <laughs> so, so Crystal and I have these code texting or messaging system, and it's simply hello. And we know each other want each other want something. That's code for I know she wants something, she knows I want something. So that's how we started yeah. out the text. And I was like, light bulb. Let's see if we can do a quick chat for. Uh, with Brandy, because we really want to celebrate um, Small Business Month, uh, and and especially celebrating Small Business Month in Indian Country is very important, very important to us. And we had a plethora of training opportunities this month uh, with building business plans and starting your own business, and so. Uh, you know, we want to we want to end the month with a, a celebration of someone that, you know, uh, has provided so much knowledge 
uh, on our behalf throughout all of Indian country. So we thank you so much, Brandy, for stepping in and doing our fun. fun. This is the fun I, I part. Know, of I know job. that hello, very that long-winded hello very well. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that means also. <laughs> okay. Hello. Hello. <laughs> we all sing so well together. <laughs> month and we've done a lot of webinars and we actually just finished a series for starting your own small business and there were a lot of areas that were covered in there um, and then we tied that off with a workshop and and then there's been a bunch of other uh, webinars but um, as we've already mentioned Brandy's been a subject matter expert for us and I guess just one of my first uh, questions for you Brandy is how did you come to start your business and then like was it scary because, you know, you're like, you went on your own. <laughs> I did. I did. I mean, I, I kind of, I mean, for at least the last 13 years, I kind of did have my own business on the side a little bit, um, which is focusing on just strictly grant writing. You know, I always held a W-2 job during that time, focused on kind of some grant writing for my own tribe and kind of ventured out a little bit to other tribes, you know, by kind of word of mouth, um, just very small scale. Um, about, gosh, I guess seven years ago, um, I had decided to make the move back home to New Orleans and at the time had been working for the Northern Ponca Housing Authority as their, uh, development officer and their human resources director and was trying to figure out what I was going to do when I got here. You know, how can I continue doing the, the work in Indian country that I love doing, um, expanding that outside of grant writing and, you know, the executive director there, Joey Nathan, uh, she's like, just do what you're doing here, but just start, you know, venturing out to everyone else. And you're, I'm like, you think? And, you know, it just so happened about the same time, um, Marie, uh, who used to, Bonville, that used to be there at NLC, reached out to me too and said, hey, do you want to start doing uh, some TTA for us um, for Native Learning Center and kind of get your name out there, come do some on-site trainings and all of that? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So really, I mean... Native Learning Center, you know, and, and the Northern Ponca Housing Authority are the first two people that really, one, put their full faith and effort in me to, uh, you know, with my knowledge and background and, and their trust and really got me jump started to where I am today. Uh, you know, there's been different opportunities along the way where I'm like, oh, my gosh, this isn't working. I mean, because when starting your own business, you don't, you know, you don't know where your next dollar is coming from. Um, a lot of times, especially when you're providing a service and not a product. And so, um, you know, it, it is scary for sure. Um, you know, and, and, you know, today, you know, I kind of see myself as a successful small woman owned business in Indian country. Um, I have people that reach out to me now that, uh, you know, are looking to me for opportunities that I'm like, how do you even know about me? You know, it, it's very humbling to know that my name is out there in Indian country, because to me, I don't see myself as a name, you know, I just, you know, I see everybody as my friends and my colleagues and, you know, to know I have a name out there is, you know, very humbling in, uh, in what I do. That's awesome. No, I love it. I mean, I think that's the right, like, that's always, I feel like the biggest fear, like you said, you don't really know where your next dollar is coming from, especially in an in industry where you are providing a service rather than a product. Um, uh, 
but with that, um, I mean, what was it like to go out on your own? Like, <laughs> like yeah, just what was it like to I do mean, that? For me, uh, you know, one, it, it was a little different. You know, once, uh, for sure, making sure I have that work-life balance. Um, you know, I am a single mom to two kids with special needs. Um, and um, I, I have them 100% of the time. I provide for them, you know, 100%, 123% a lot of days. And so, um, you know, being able to, you know, balance, you know, travel um, on site to provide services to individuals, you know, scheduling webinars and trainings and things like that remotely, all of those different things, you know, take a lot of logistics um and and what i do you know as well as you know having that administrative aspect on the back you know that i have to do as well so it's not me just out there providing the services i have to handle my own travel my bookkeeping um while at the same time making dinner in the kitchen and and those sorts of things and so you know it does get nerve-wracking at times for sure um you know over the years i've brought in kind of some support as subcontractors to kind of help me, you know, manage grants or edit things and, and that sort of thing. But I mean, for the most part, I've kind of just been, uh, you know, doing it on my own and figuring it out along the way and reaching out to the resources that I have in Indian country, you know, um, that that's the nice thing, you know, that we, you know, we all become family, I feel like, and um, we all are hoping and wanting to see each other succeed. And so being able to tap into those resources that others have, um, that you may not have that experience yet or may not have that resource available to you. Um, I've never had anyone tell me, no, we can't help you. <laughs> they will figure out a way too. I think that's the beauty of Indian country. That's one thing I've noticed. Like we've, I, I don't think I've ever really come across a situation where we've either said no or someone else has told me, no. you, know, you know, for, for <laughs> anything that I've needed or I'm trying to get done or, or whatever. Actually, it's quite the opposite. I feel like most of the time it's like, oh, well, we also have this and we can do this and we've got <laughs> this. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> I'm like, okay. Right. And it's, it's, it's cool. Like it's a different environment. It's not always like that out there, like in, in the very like uh, corporate, you know, world. Right. It's, you know, it's not. I, no. And I think that's the beauty of any country. It's a little bit more like interpersonal. You get to build, you know, these relationships and and they last a really long time, especially where, um, you know, you are friendly and you, you know, you do you naturally make friendships and you have people. I, I went out to Wisconsin with um, a previous training development specialist and uh, the one of the tribal members took us on a tour of the reservation. And she took us to one of the best cheese stores out there. And I was like, this is amazing. I came, oh, back, yeah. with, I came back with like four or five different cheeses. And I had like a cheese board night because of it. And it was great. And I know this sounds like really funny, but she even went as far as to like add me on Snapchat. So I have her on like Snapchat every <laughs> once in a while. Well, message, but yeah, I, th I just thought like, like it was crazy, and it's cool. It's it's so totally it different. Those perks are amazing. Those yeah. perks are amazing. I mean, yeah, the that's, that's, that's the beauty. Yeah, that's the beauty of working in, in Indian country is that it doesn't matter what tribe that 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 we go to and or that we send our subject matter experts to 
every every single tribe that has submitted a technical assistance request um, have always been so appreciative. And it's just our nature as as uh, native people were very giving. I was I was very proud to see Brandy and Eugene Goldfarb go to uh, provide training uh, and environmental reviews to my own tribe. And 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 to see them and, and Brandy, you probably know a little bit of, bit of that history with the Kiowa Housing Authority. They haven't been active for a long, yep. long time. There were right. a lot of problems and to see them thriving now and doing things yes. and for us to be a part of it and to have Brandy and Eugene be a part of it is 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 just just amazing and for them to take them out to show them uh some of the the land areas that where some of the projects are going to take place and you know and also we just had um brenda golden was up with the chickahominies in, in virginia yes. where i think four or five of the virginia tribes also participated in that and that you know they wanted to know what all the updates were with with regard to ICWA. And Brenda said that, you know, they just they came in, they cooked and they just were just loving people, you know, and that's the beauty. That's what's so beautiful about our program and what we do. And when, when we see those smiling faces and and also not only that, because I know branding with a lot of the work that she's done with a lot of RTAs to see those tribes accomplish their goal. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, and so many of, uh, you know, those tribes that I worked with through you all, I mean, have become my clients along the way. And it's been, you know, I, I've helped, you know, now, you know, I'm in the process of doing two, no, three housing developments, uh, two with the Kiowa tribe, one with the Northern Ponca Housing Authority that will, you know, develop many, many, let's see, 20, 40, probably about 60 units between the two communities. Um, you know, uh, 40 of those will be elder, you know, uh, housing. And um, being a part of that, you know, with, you know, some of these clients from when it was just a dream to watching it come to fruition with grant awards. And, and I totally just looked to see HUD is supposed to announce the ICDBG and IHBG competitives today. So I literally, I just remembered and forgot about it. And so I just checked because I was like, no one's texted me about it yet, but it's not up yet. So let's see, it's what, 2.30 HUD time. So we'll, we'll see when it comes out. But um, <coughs> they, um, you know, seeing, you know, these projects happen and come to fruition has, you know, been wonderful. Um, working with all of these communities, you know, they do, they do become friends. And I've had the opportunity to see places of the country I know I would have never seen otherwise. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> and, um, and, 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 you know, at the same time, you know, as a single mom, you know, I often have difficulty being able to take trips and things like that, um, you know, having to find childcare. And, you know, not once has anybody said, oh, well, we're sorry, we can't have you. It's always, bring your kids along. We've got people, you know, we can have this person help with the kids or that person or, you know, just sit them there on their iPads, you know, and, um, you know, which is, is, is wonderful, you know, and so it's given my kids an opportunity to see other parts of the country and, you know, learn traditions outside of, you know, our own traditions from the Iowa tribe or the United Home Nation. 
um, that they wouldn't necessarily, you know, otherwise get to, you know, participate in or, or learn, you know, more directly about. So, um, I, you know, uh, it's, you know, like I said before, you know, it's a very humbling job. It's a very rewarding job. Not many people can say they love what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it, and don't get me wrong. I mean, grant season, definitely stressful <laughs> when you're writing, you know, multiple grant applications, you know, knowing, you know, lives, you know, depend on those grant funds, you know, um, but, you know, again, it, it's, it's the reward, you know, that's a part of it to see, you know, the faces and the, you know, these tribal communities grow and strive. And, um, you know, although COVID, you know, affected a lot of our, uh, you know, communities, you know, very hard with, you know, illness and, and things like that. And, and, but at the same time, the amount of funding that came into our communities to see such great change in such a short amount of time has also been, you know. It was uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yes. That amazing. Yeah. Unbelievable. That amazing. Yeah. Yes. It was insane. I remember, I mean, you've done a few webinars on that too and podcast episodes and you're like, I have never seen anything like this with the amount of dollars that just got poured into, you know, uh, you know, all those services that all of a sudden just like popped up and it allowed other projects to be completed. And uh, yeah, no, that was insane. No, and they're still coming. I mean, that's the thing. They're still coming. There's still opportunities out there to continue to grow, you know, and, and the nice thing is a lot of these communities have also been able to tap into things at the state level as well. So we don't have to stick just federal, you know, the states have funds now that are being able to help these communities. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, um, Tell us a little bit about the name of your company. It's very, very (laughs) beautiful, very unique, very traditional, and a little bit about, uh, tell our listeners a little bit, you mentioned briefly, but about your your ancestral lineage and tribal affiliation and how that (laughs) came about with the name of your company, which is so beautiful. Thanks. So, you know, originally, you know, uh, most people know me from Morningstar Consulting. That's where I started out um, with, uh, you know, my my traditional, uh, er, you know, original company name. Um, the Morningstar was um, actually a, uh, a symbol that a lot of the women in our tribe traditionally had tattooed on them. Our, our tribes, you know, adorn tattoos in the way that um, you know, women adorn, you know, engagement rings and wedding rings and, and, and jewelry. And so the morning star um, was a star that they had typically tattooed on them. And so when I had read that, you know, that's kind of initially where that name came from. Um, you know, I appreciated it. I, I liked the respect that it provided and, and the significance, you know, to, you know, the Iowa tribe and, and what it meant, um, you know, to my ancestors. And then, um, over time, as I started trying to, you know, really organize my business, um, become an LLC, um, which took quite a few years, you know, you don't have to be an LLC right off the bat, you know, I was just a, um, you know, individual, you know, doing 1099 work for many, many years. Um, and in 2019, I decided to move into the LLC status and, um, the name Morningstar had actually been taken here in New Orleans, uh, under the secretary of state's office, which is fine, you know. Um, so I actually reached out to our tribal historic preservation officer and asked him, um, 
I, you know, I, I didn't want to, you know, deviate from Morningstar, but, and I knew there had to be some kind of way to do that. And so Hirota Bacache is actually Morningstar in um, the Iowa language. And so that's where the, the name came from. Obviously, it's unique. I don't think anybody else will ever have the name accompanied by that I name. I think you did. I think you did. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, and so being able to, you know, one, uh, you know, not only teach my children, you know, parts of the Iowa language by having a company name that way. I had to laugh uh, about a year ago, my mail lady, I caught her outside. So I'm like, hey, I have a, a payment from a client that's missing. And I see that it was mailed. And, and she's like, oh, she's like, one day I came by and the kids were outside and I asked them if they knew what this name was on there, uh, on the envelope. She's like, and so I didn't think it was, and they said no. And so, because they didn't recognize Hirota Picache on the envelope. And so she's like, I took it and sent it back. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I come inside. I'm like, kids, what's the name of my company? And they tell me, and I'm like, do you know how to spell it? No. And so, you know, I wrote it all out for them. And I'm like, don't ever send mail back like this again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's a great story. Oh my goodness. You know, and at the same time, you know, other people now are, are learning, you know, Iowa words, you know, and it is a language that is, uh, you know, we don't have a lot of elders that speak the language uh, left, uh, you know, just a very small handful. And so, uh, you know, for me, you know, it's also a way to carry on, you know, uh, our Iowa language as well. Wow, that's, that's great. Yeah. That is incredible. Yeah. What a way, like, I mean, I... Because, you know, there's a lot of, like, companies out there within Indian country that are very, like, native-centric. Like, their titles are very native-centric. So, how crazy is it that you went to go, you know, try and use the original title that you had, and then they're like, no, sorry, you can't. And then, you know, you go to your tribe, and you find out, oh, well, this is how you say it in our language. I think that's even better, I think. Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. I mean? like, it's almost like upgrade. <laughs> so, no, it's incredible. Yeah. Well, and even my logo, you know, I, I chose that because, you know, initially I did start out doing Indian housing. And so, you know, my logo being the TP, um, showing both the morning star in the in the logo and the moon um, shows kind of the, you know, the beginning, the day and the night, beginning and the end of, you know, kind of our, you know, traditional ways, you know, traditional housing and and how it's grown and developed into, you know, what we have today as, you know, far as single family homes and, you know, complexes and all of these different communities that we are growing and, and building across Indian country. Yes, absolutely. That's uh, absolutely beautiful. <laughs> this warms my heart. Just, just really, really very, very good how you came up with transitioning that. <laughs> and I am um, not a creative person, so I don't even know how I did it. I don't I don't even remember how I figured out, oh, let me do this. <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> it all fell in place. It all <laughs> fell in place. It was, it's actually, it, 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 I mean, it, that's definitely what you would acknowledge as the creator's blessing. Yes, that, exactly. that that was definitely the creator's blessing. Um, putting that putting that all together for you. Um, one of one of the things that that we really get excited about is when uh, some of our attendees reach out to us, and they you know I, I especially I uh, the the one that's very near and dear to my heart that was most recent was. Um, one of our energy conference attendees 
uh, who had reached out to us and talked about how helpful all of the training material and the sessions and the instructors were, and that he, you know, he was able to go on and get his grants approved for his energy projects, and and he and, and, it, and it all came full full circle. Yeah. He wouldn't have been able to do it had we not had um, Chairman Osceola's energy conference. Uh -huh. And bringing in experts such as as yourself, you know, to talk about um, how to apply for those grants, how to look for those grants right. for, for energy. Um, ballpark number uh, off the top of your head. Uh, do you have any idea of how many dollars possibly you have been able to successfully help tribes acquire? through all of your grant writing and all of your grant training that, that you've done? Um, as of right now, and hopefully it will change by the end of the day today, um, it's 31 million. That's insane. Oh. <laughs> Go girl. <laughs> I love it, 31 million. Million dollars. <laughs> oh, Brandy. Oh, you know what, Crystal? We're gonna do. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. <laughs> she is the queen. The queen. We got that to you. Do you hear that, Indian country? Brandy Liberty. Thirty-one million dollars. That's insane. Tribes helping tribes throughout Indian country. Yes. Do you, are you ever, is there ever a moment where you're like, like, wow, I really did that. You know what I mean? Or like, wow, that actually happened. That's a lot of money. <laughs> All the time. All the time. I mean, um, you know, when I, I'm drafting proposals and I'm updating things from previous years and I'm having to add to that number, or I go to my list and, you know, and I'm making sure I've got everything in there, you know, because surprisingly, um, uh, when when you apply to you know to complete a proposal you know to a grant writer RFP that is one of the one things they want to know um, is you know what are your grant awards they also want to know your fails and no one keeps track of your fails so if you're listening and you have that in your proposal in your RFPs take that part out no one wants to keep track of their failures we grow from those we want to yeah. keep track of success and so. Um, um, you know, because in my opinion, failures only make us better. You know, we learn from those mistakes and we grow on, go on. Um, but uh, it's it's one of those, to me, you know, it's just a number. Um, you know, and, but when I sit down and really like look at all the projects and the number of housing units and the other types of economic development or programs that have, you know, come from those dollars is, um, you know, phenomenal. Um, and, and it's kind of funny though, you know, at the same time, you know, when, when I talk those numbers for, you know, people that don't provide a service to tribes, you know, that don't do kind of like what I do or aren't in that service-based industry, you know, their, their next question is, well, how much of that did you get? You know, so they hear $31 million assisting communities and they think, you know, you know, I'm a billionaire and I'm like, oh no, far from, <laughs> far from, yes, I've been wondering where my next meal is going to come from. And so, you know, that is all, you know, work providing a service to, you know, help right. community grow right. and strive. And, you know, and I mean, 
I'll be honest, if a tribe came to me and they couldn't, uh, you know, afford to pay me as a grant writer because of whatever reason, you know, I mean, there and there are those tribes out there that receive minimal funding and things like that, you know, mm-hmm. if the project was something I knew they can sustain and that they needed, you know, I, I would help them with that, you know, and, you know, the, those, those are the, you know, the types of projects that, um, you know, I enjoy working on, you know, and helping those tribes build their capacity in whatever way they need to. Absolutely. And you are, uh, I I think it's so wonderful because what I'm seeing with you and your company and the knowledge that you bring, the partnerships that you're developing, uh, you guys are becoming very powerful forces to help Indian country. I know that you are partnering a lot with Travoy. uh, And that's, that's huge because their project are just super amazing and I just really would love to see so many tribes take an opportunity of those low-income housing tax credits and Mm -hmm. those tax credits with those those projects so to see you partner with them to see you partner with Dobbins and Mm -hmm. you guys creating these powerful alliances Yes, and I just started, uh, I also just partnered with Enterprise Community Partners. Um, So I'll be working with a community in uh, one of the Oklahoma communities. I'm not going to say yet because we're still in the works of everything, but um, on the economic development side, you know, as a a kind of a a native liaison to the community. Um, And so... You know, there, there's, yes, uh, uh, you know, th- there's been a great network of partnerships, you know, over the years that I have, you know, developed and reached out to. Everyone is, like I said, willing to help each other. Um, we all find, uh, you know, we all know what our individual strengths and weaknesses are. And I feel like with those partnerships, we've really been able to tap into each other and, you know, find that balance in what we do. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I love it. I love it. Absolutely. All right, I thought we could, and I just thought about this, because y'all are both wearing native jewelry, native-made jewelry. I can see it, your beautiful earrings and all that. I have some stuff, it's all at home, and then I have some rings and jewelry jewelry that I bought. But why don't we do a shout-out of some native businesses that we know off the top of our heads? Maybe stir up some, some, you know, money for them, because I'm always down to support small businesses. So, uh, Definitely. Brandy, I'm going to start off with ah, you because you wore a dress. Oh, and it's, yes. <laughs> it's <Come beautiful>. <laughs> the yellow one. Which one? The yellow one, the long yellow oh, one. Oh, that is the, that, yeah, the yellow one, the tank dress, right? That's a Bethany Yellowtail. Um, amazing designer there. Um, I also have a lot of, uh, or no, is that Bethany or is that Lauren good day? You that have one, the yellow dress is today. The green one um, that I wore uh, in the pictures when I was interviewed for uh, Deb Holland's confirmation um, by the Associated Press, that is a uh, Bethany Yellowtail, who actually will be at Res next week when I'm there. So I'm excited and hope, hopeful to meet her. Um, <laughs> trying to figure out which of her clothes I'm going to wear if that will look cheesy. <laughs> I'm wearing her stuff to meet her. <laughs> um, I don't my earrings. So. <laughs> my earrings um I have a colleague that I went to graduate school with and when I was in graduate school her daughters were very small and um 
and, and Deidre would bring her daughters with her to class, uh, which, you know, gave me kind of that idea, you know, when I became a single mom of like, look, my kids can do everything I can do with me, you know, and, and come along to these meetings and trainings and things like that. And so, you know, she, you know, just seeing that, you know, while I was in school and, and, and you know, getting my education, her doing that, I knew I could do it as well. And so her daughters are now, you know, adult, young adults, and her, her youngest, or is it her youngest or her middle daughter, Rowena, she uh, does beading as well now. And so she has, uh, Deidre has made uh, my ribbon skirts. Um, and then her daughter, Rowena, has uh, done a ton of beaded earrings. When she posts them on Facebook, I, I am very quick to be like, nope, I want it. Send it to me. Got it. Here's your Venmo. <laughs> and so, you know, so those also, you know, hold a special place in my heart because, you know, they've been, been designed, you know, by, you know, people I know that I've watched grow up over, you know, the last I don't even want to age myself. I can't even remember how long it's been since I've been out of grad school. But um, so, you know, I love buying local, you know, for lack of a better term, you know, with from individuals that I know um, and, and know the heart and soul that's going into that and supporting their small businesses as well. Yeah, definitely. I think so when I mostly buy, I buy when I'm like out there in reservations, you know, and then also mm -hmm. if they have like an online store, I'll, you know, obviously try and contribute that way. But um, I have a collection, like I started to build it up and I'm really proud of it actually, because I like, I love it so much. But I, in my office, I have a collection of like plush animals that I've gotten from each um, reservation that I've been to. And I've just done that by literally going to the museums and just like gift shops that are on, you know, the land. And then also, also um, some of the the residents of the community, like that. I remember when I went out to Winscott, Wisconsin, um, we were like, hey, we wanna like buy some stuff. Like, you know, she's like, oh, what are you looking to buy? And we're like, um, I go, well, I want, because I already had started a, a collection. I go, well, I really, I know this sounds weird. I go, but I want like a plush toy. And there, she's like, hmm, okay, no problem. I know, it's it, like, it, just, it sounds so How old are you? Like, what? But no, here, I'll bring one down because I have it right here. But Did I go with your cat, Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's like, oh it's God, a turtle. I collect turtles at all reservations I go to. So yeah. every community I've been, I, 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 I turtle are, are, are kind of my, you know, for lack of a better term, my spirit animal. And so I collect turtles at all the different reservations I go to. He's just so love cute. It. I love it. Yeah, he's just one of them. So I mean, like, if you know, I think one of the most important things, like at least in in my point of view of like looking at this, it's like if you are visiting like remote areas and you are traveling out there and you have the opportunity to visit like an Indian reservation and they have a museum and whatnot, I always make it a point to buy. So I encourage other people to because yes, you're not usually, yeah, because community. in those museums, you're usually getting from different vendors, like different people that have that are bringing their product to the museum to buy it. And yes. the, there are tags that say you're buying this from so-and-so, they're from this tribe, you know, they sometimes yes. even says like how long they spent on, you know, making it. So it's just really cool stuff. So that's my like, go out there, buy stuff from, you know, those museums yes. and that yes. stuff to do it. But, um, Before we jumped on the 
actually, I was telling Gigi that I, I will be at the Reservation Economic Summit next week. So um, hopefully I'll see lots of people out there, but they have an Indian art market. And that is what I am most excited for. Uh, I had to, you know, make sure I got my little pocket change over yep. on the side. Uh, <laughs> I might need to bring an extra suitcase just to come home with, but. <laughs> there you yeah. go. That's another thing. If you go out there, I think one big piece of advice is to make sure you bring cash because a lot of the time, you know, they don't have what, you know, like Venmo. And then sometimes they do. So just, I guess, be prepared either way yeah, is what absolutely. I would say. But, um, G, what about you? Do you have a favorite? Uh, well, my favorite uh, Seminole Patchwork uh, de skirt designer, and she designs <laughs> others. And that is none other than Tommy Motlow, which um, I am the owner of her skirts. And um, I also, uh, another one of my designers is one of the Seminole elders, and that is Marie Osceola. Uh, that is my cousin's mother-in-law and the Osceola brothers' grandmother. And so I have, one, I have uh, her designs as well. Uh, Redberry woman, I just, oh, I, want to just I just want to scoop all everything up, and uh, yeah. you know, I, I, she, she, like big name designer, uh, definitely her. Um, my ribbon skirts, my go-to designer is Alfie Goombay, who is Kiowa, who designed a uh, a, a Kiowa-inspired ribbon skirt just for me. That has the dry up. Uh, that is purple, and it has the um, uh, the dragonflies on it. Uh, and then uh, uh, Tiff Paskman is also a beautiful um, ribbon skirt de designer. And my uh, favorite bead worker is one of my nieces, who is Kiowa. Uh, her company, <laughs> her business is simply. Uh, Kiowa beadwork, beadwork by Meredith, and uh, she is she's uh, old school. The does a lot of the old school designs, uh, everything from hats to leggings to moccasins. Uh, she made my great grandbaby her first pair of moccasins, so she is definitely my favorite favorite beadworker. And and then the entire state of New Mexico and Arizona for all of <laughs> yeah. all of them, all of them. Yeah. every one of them. Designer, and I know every both of you guys of can them, appreciate every it. Every one of them for my turquoise, definitely. Yes. 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 Uh, there's I, I shouldn't say she's new, but she is a new New Mexico designer. Um, my mind is blank on her name right now, uh, but she now has a little store in Santa Fe, a little boutique. But I did just see that come, I think it's August, um, after the London Fashion Week, she will be releasing heels, pattern high heels. And so they're like, there's some that- My jam. Oh my yes. God. That right there. You want to talk about where I'm going to draw money? Wow. <laughs> you know it. Oh my God. That is amazing. Oh. <laughs> I cannot wait, Ben. I cannot wait. I cannot yeah. wait. I think you guys know my shoe obsession. I have over a hundred pairs yeah, of shoes. Anytime I, <laughs> anytime I come to visit Brandy, I probably have like six pairs of shoes. And then anytime I travel anywhere, it's the same thing. So, oh my God, that has me very excited. Very excited. <laughs> so thanks for sharing. Yeah. 
<laughs> and 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 another designer that I that um has really been making big moves um uh, is um Delina White. She's uh Anishinaabe. Uh, she's yes. yes, yes, and uh um you know the the we're just making we as Native Americans are making big strides in the fashion industry. You know yes, and I uh, Juana, absolutely. Yeah. Fashion Week, Vogue, like, dude, all these yeah. magazines that, you know what I mean, like, have never represented, you know what I mean, our Native community yeah. are now all of a sudden doing it. And it's like, I'm so thankful because, I mean, th like, first of all, I love Vogue. Vogue magazine's a great magazine. Yeah. And it, the exposure that you get by being on there for, you know, everywhere, it gets posted everywhere. Like, yeah. not only do exactly. you get a hard copy of it, but you also... You see it everywhere on the internet, so it's just incredible. Yeah, and what and what's really cool is to see that that uh, you know, uh, like Quana was at the Met Gala, okay, but she had that native. She added some native accessories yes. there. Yes, oh my god, it was beautiful. Yes, uh, just just amazing. You know, the Met Gala is on my bucket list, so I'm I you know I'm yeah, hoping one. <laughs> so maybe we'll, maybe we'll just get dressed up and kind of show up and just like just walk up them stairs. Yes. Well, and then even First Nations, um, there is a First Nations um designer uh, that does makeup, cheekbone beauty. Love that makeup. Love all of the lipstick colors are so bright and bold. The eyeshadows, uh, everything. Like I mean, great products. They actually ship very quickly from Canada. So. Um, you know, she converts, you know, to U.S. dollars. I mean, very easy. Love that makeup. Love all of the lipstick colors are so bright and bold. The eyeshadows, uh, everything. Like, I mean, great products. They actually ship very quickly from Canada. So, um, you know, she converts, you know, to U.S. dollars. I mean, very easy process. And so there are a lot of First Nations designers that, you know, and, and product uh, makers that I have been using as well um, for a lot of different things. Yes. Uh, Gee, I want you to mention one more because she couldn't be here with us today, but we will do another episode. Uh, but where did you get your stage from during the pandemic? Oh, yes. <laughs> Justine Osceola. Um, hope, hope oh, yes, I remember. If you're listening to this and uh, you uh, um, hope your, your, your son's feeling better and your family's feeling better and yeah. you're in our audience. Right. She does. Is she she does the soaps. soaps. Uh huh. Yeah. Yes. I still have yes. much. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so we will have her on at a later time. But uh, but yeah, when now, um, for a few weeks when it's there. <laughs> yeah, she is uh just amazing. Uh, the 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 scents and the bath bombs, and she yeah. does a she does a hand sanit or she does a hand sanitizer spray that's called Sweetgrass. And uh, it's just it, it just it's just amazing. And um, yeah, so she does sage and cedar bundles. Uh, her mother uh, lives up north in Potawatomi country, uh, and she sends her. She'll go and pick cedar, and she sends it to Justine, and uh, Justine will make um, uh, bundles for smudging. And yes. so when the pandemic hit, I was like. 
oh, I don't think I can handle this here at home by myself and I can't go anywhere. What am I going to do? I ran out of cedar. I don't have any sage bundles. And Justine to the rescue made an order. She put it in the mail. And a few days later, I, I was able to have, you know, my sage bundles with with, uh, with cedar. So, yes, we will have Justine on uh, at a later date. Excited to hear about her business taking yes. off. Definitely. So, so we celebrate all of you uh, small business owners and, and especially our native small business owners. <laughs> and I guess if we as we wrap up here, Brandy, if there's one word of advice, if you could tell anyone that is possibly thinking other than what Vince taught this past these past few years, <laughs> how to start a business and how to write a business plan. What is the most important thing that someone should do if they're just sitting there and like, you know what, if Brandy can do it, I can do it too. Go for it. That's it. Go for it. Put trust in yourself and go for it. Every, in my opinion, I mean, every failure can lead, it leads to a success because you learn from your mistakes and you won't know until you try it anyway. So go for it. I mean, I wasn't one that wrote a business plan or anything like that. I, I just went with it because I had good mentors and people encouraging me. And, and, and to be honest, I had kids to support. And so, um, you know, I just, I went for it. That, I mean, that's the only thing you can do. Perfect. <laughs> Everyone can do it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. I guess that brings us to the end of our episode. Brandy, I'm going to let you do a plug really quick for your business, phone number, email, or whatever you need. So go ahead. Well, yep, you can find me um, at uh, morningstarconsultants.org, um, phone number 504-453-1970. Um, you can also find me LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, you name it, I'm out there. Um, you know, Google Morningstar Consulting or Hirota Bacache Consulting, and you will find us. Uh, thanks everyone. And you'll see me at res next week as well. So listen to the podcast. Yes. All right, folks. Well, thank you for joining us for another episode of coffee, tea in the NLC for the month of May and our wonderful guest, Brandy. Yes. Here's our drinks. We've been sipping them. <laughs> the episode. And uh, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. We hope that you join us for future episodes. And uh, be sure to check www.nativelearningcenter.com to keep up with all the things that we have coming out, whether they're virtual trainings, on-site trainings, or webinars. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. So thanks, y'all. Rate us on Google, Spotify, and uh, Simplecast. Let us know how we're doing. And uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. So until next time, bye! bye. Bye.